You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, big show planned. We get into the new mid-engine Corvette. Matt was there for the unveiling, so we take a deep dive in that. And we talk uh, some prep for Monterey and tell you about what's coming up uh, for Monterey, our biggest biggest weekend of the calendar. First, Zycote. Heat, the enemy of speed, man. Why? Because uh, you get the heat going under the hood. You can't turn up the boost. Can't turn up the boost. You can't get the... uh, can't get the pressure going, and you can't make the horsepower. It's a revolutionary Zybar. It's a revolutionary high-temp coating. Dissipates heat, increases performance of manifolds, headers, exhausts, turbos, intakes. This is not a joke. This is not something you get at the Pep Boys. This is not the weird fire hose wrap you put around the headers. This is real aerospace technology. Zybar coats the metal surfaces and doesn't allow it to absorb the heat. It's great stuff. You can do it yourself if you're, you know, fair to middling in the garage. If you don't want to deal with it, you can send it in, and within 15 days, you'll get it back. They'll turn it around. You can hand in those, send in the header, send in the intake manifold, uh, turbos, and whatnot. And, uh, again, Zybar increases horsepower and torque, reduces metal surface and underhood temperatures. It is the best We've talked to these guys. It's the real deal. Zycoat.com. And you can click on the Zycoat services if you want to send in a part, and they'll do it professionally and turn it around to you. Right, Matt? Yes, sir. Here we go. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a judgment. Get them to Mendy. Get it on. And uh, welcome to uh, Castrol Car Cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm uh, Adam Crawl. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello. Over there. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm uh, getting excited for Monterey. Actually, I'm going to go to Detroit first with Goldberg for Roadkill Nights. We're going to do a live show there and drag race some Challenger 1320s and then I, yeah. Monterey. I, we're getting prepped for Monterey, so we have a lot of Monterey catching up to do. Um, also, you went and looked at the new Corvette, the mid-engine Corvette, yes. which I'm very interested in. Big I think, presentation. I think thousand people. People will be interested to hear about the first major architectural configurational change uh, to the Corvette since its inception in 1953 yeah. or something like that, 54, 52. First, J.B. Weld for bigger, small projects. You need J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld does epoxy. They do um, they do super glue. They do resin glue. They do everything now, and you can get it at jbweld.com and Home Depot and Amazon and everywhere you buy adhesives. So, um, anyway... Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so the Corvette C8. This is this is a big deal. Uh, you know, we got into some of the details earlier this week as well. But this is what we can tell you. It's. Um, uh, I think it looks good. I think it looks better in person than I thought. All of the spy photos or, the, you know, the photos with the camouflage car, I thought the proportions looked a little weird with the camouflage on it. But when you see it in person, it looks good. I know a lot of people are saying looks like an NSX and has some Ferrari to it. But on some level, 
I don't know. It's like a lot of mid-engine sports cars kind of were looking the same. You know, you kind of need a short hood, slant nose, and but they try to make it look like a Corvette. So they, if you look at this thing straight on at the nose, it definitely has some Corvette look to it, and uh, and the tail's got a little bit of Corvette, a little bit of Camaro to it. Um, but it's what's interesting is. It's bigger than an NSX. It's bigger than a Cayman. So it's a little bit bigger than you would think it would be. Well, everything's bigger than a Cayman. Yeah. Because that seems pretty small. But uh, yeah, it's it. look, everything is going to look like an Audi R8. I, I sort of announced before we saw this car that it's just going to kind of look like an R8 because that's just kind of what modern architecture looks like yeah. with the mid-engine and a wind tunnel test and, and all that. You look... If if you don't care what the top speed of a car is, and you don't want bragging rights for over two hundred miles an hour or whatever, mm-hmm. then then you can make it look like whatever you want. But if you want to get, you know, I'm no aerodynamicist, but once you pass one seventy five, you better start planning the wind tunnel. Yeah, and once you plan the wind tunnel, you go, okay, what are the rules? Well, four wheels, driver, mid engine. Uh, 181 inches along or 200 inches along or whatever it is, you're going to end up with the same shape. Yeah. Basically. It kind of does. And and now so many sports cars, even Mustangs and stuff, they're all, they're all tested in the wind tunnel. Whether they, whether they actually go to the wind tunnel or not, we have the computer software to simulate it. Right. And most street cars, every Altima and Camry out there has a little bit of lift built into it. So at highway speeds, it's a little less friction, a little bit better miles per gallon. Mm-hmm. But all of these sports cars have some downforce put into them. And, and that starts to play a big factor. The guys at Chevrolet, during their presentation, basically were saying, uh, look, for where they want to go with the performance of this car, the mid-engine, the way it's balanced, the way uh, it, it works, is was the evolution of this car for sure. It's the Fosbury flop. Do you know <laughs> what the a, Fosbury a, flop is? No. Is that a cereal? <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Fosbury flops. <laughs> uh, Max Bata, Fosbury flop. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Interesting. So, for many years, in Olympic competition, when they were doing the high jump, you mm-hmm. know, they put the stick across the bar and they were doing, you know, six foot six or whatever it is. It's pretty impressive. The way the guys would do the jump to clear the bar yeah. is they would run at it and they would dive over it and oh. kind of arc themselves forward, chest. Head first. Head first, yeah. chest going over the bar. Yeah. Fosbury, was it Phil Fosbury? I don't know what his name was. Dick Fosbury. Dick Fosbury better. Would, would run up to it and go backside. Yeah. And he invented a new technique. Where every, Are they allowed that? Jeez. Any way you can get over the bar. Now, everyone's, of course, like their first he- their first technique was like, I got to jump over this bar. So they started, they went. Yeah. He ran up to it forward, ran parallel, then turned backwards and arched backwards. Now, that's the way you guys know it. But that's yeah. not how they did it before him. So How he, could you possibly know that? 
because I fucking know everything, <laughs> but it's more like no one else knows anything. That's more, more of what it's like. It's not that I know everything. It's that there's something wrong with everyone else. But that's the way they used to do it. And he invented the Fosbury flop. Now, the Fosbury flop enabled them to now set new records. Like, you mm-hmm. could only go so high the other with the weird technique. Yeah. His technique, now guys are jumping a foot and a half over their head. Like, I don't know what the record is, 8-1 or 7-11 or, or something. But, I mean, these and guys are when going— When did Fosbury do this? Probably 72, 68, 72 or yeah. whatever that— 68. There you go. (laughs) So the point is this. Um, Now the high jump record is, I don't know what. Uh, 2.45 meters, which is eight, almost eight and a half feet. Eight and a half feet. So now. It's good unless you're seven foot nine. (laughs) This technique enabled them to do that. Yeah. Now the Corvette. Yeah. Or any sports car with the engine in front. You could be a good high jumper, but you'll never get over it unless you move the engine to the middle of the car. You yeah. will never achieve what you could yeah. possibly achieve. I, That's I, the Fosbury flop. <laughs> could be front mid or rear mid. In this case, they want rear mid. But maybe rear mid is going to be a little bit more of an advantage. I also say. don't know what front mid is even uh, for first off every car that's a front engine car once they put it in race trim will go to mid yeah front i mid, imagine but, something like a ferrari like tdf and even the aston martin alger and probably a little bit more front mid yeah oh those i'm sure those aston martins are way back behind they're, the front yeah they're gotta be axle. like halfway under the dash beyond the firewall but i'm trying to think can they be and I know they're fast, and I know they compete at Le Mans, stuff like that. Can they compete with the Ford GT? I, I don't – I just don't know. Or, will, I just don't know. Well, I'll put Wasn't it to you this Scott way. Scott Dixon saying there's not going to be any more front-engine Will they be able to? Will they be able to compete? Could a formally constructed Corvette front-engine front, front engine, mm-hmm. we won't say front-mid, but just say front-engine, or an Aston Martin, DB, whatever, front-engine – Five years from now, could it compete with the mid-engine anything? Right. Could some over-the-top Pratt & Miller Corvette really go out there and do it? I just don't I know. don't think so. So the answer yeah. is, if you want to look down the road, you've got yeah. to go to the mid. You've got to go to the mid, and Chevy's on board with this. Um, car looks good. The car looks good. I, I think it Interior looks good. Interior looks good. To me it does. There's, you know, some people are are talking about all the switches down the center console. There's a bunch of switches, but it's all like for the AC and the seats and all that stuff. But everything else other than the volume control, which is a real button, everything else is on the touch screen. The the driver and the passenger are very much separated like like cockpits in a fighter jet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um that's a and, cool uh, look. And it's a cool look. And uh, I guess they're all Targa. Uh, they're sticking with that. Um, and uh, there's a couple things that... A removable like roof panel that goes in the mid-trunk or back trunk. It, it does go, there. yeah. So there's a front trunk, mm-hmm. and then there's a rear. And the rear, probably why the vehicle is a little bit larger than, say, the NSX and stuff, mm-hmm. is they put a pretty big, deep 
bucket down there and you could fit two sets of golf clubs. I think that's four floor jacks in, mm-hmm. <laughs> in real man's terms, but right. uh, but uh, two sets of golf clubs in there and you could put the, the top in there as well. That was part of the strategy of why to make it so deep and give it some room. You can put the top in there. Um, so this is what we know. It's, it's about 3,600 pounds street weight, meaning wet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's 3350 or 3360 dry weight, but by the time you oil it up, it's about 3600 pounds. Mm-hmm. It is, it's got an interesting cockpit design. Instead of like the carbon fiber monocoque, uh, they went with an aluminum frame, but the aluminum frame has a center backbone down the middle of the car. And they did that to make. It's easier to get in and out of the car. The carbon fiber monocoques oh, have see. a big sill plate you got to right. step over, right? So this is a little more practical to get into. Now, they're sticking with uh, a cam and block pushrod motor. It's, a, it's completely new. I think they're calling it the LT1, mm-hmm. and uh, it is 495 horsepower. Mm-hmm. And the car is going to launch in a base model and then a Z51 package. The Z50, the base model, by the way, is like all season tires mm-hmm. because they're they're going after the masses with this car as much as there are the masses for a Corvette audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Z51 package adds, I, I think, some uh, better brakes and some aero stuff and a few other uh, features, including the high performance tires. The high performance tires. Uh, obviously make this thing much grippier. Zero to 60 in under three seconds is what they claim with a Z51 package. What stuff with this engine? Is there stuff on the shelf to bolt on? Is there stuff that uh, superchargers that Edelbrock makes that'll readily fit? Or is there clearance issues? There's probably going to be some packaging issues. And there's probably going to be – probably bolt patterns and stuff like that are probably the same. They might have to come up with new kits. But the idea of supercharging these cars and supercharging the direct injection mm-hmm. uh, versions of of, the, of these motors has already been happening with mm-hmm. like the Ken Lingenfelters and the Hennessys and Edelbrocks of the world. Um, so I would imagine you're going to see – uh, you know, Lingenfelder's going to get his hands on it in, in no time and start working on it. Keep in mind that the Corvette is such a highly modified vehicle. There has to be a little bit of 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 wiggle room f- from the manufacturer going, well, what if people want to do exhaust and put more tire on it and, and slap a supercharger or something on it? Someone's going to always do it. Right. right. Like the car's a little too new to be at SEMA this year, but how many of these things are we going to see at SEMA next year? Yeah. You know, like well, this year's going to be jeep uh jeep pickup trucks oh. and, and toyota supras right oh. new supras oh. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah look uh, look i'm glad that uh corvette is still around still strong join the modern car era is is doing what their mission statement is which is doing what the europeans do with a little less style but about the same performance and, you know, half or or two-thirds of the price. Yeah. And that's their thing with, finally, an interior that you could put up with. Like, yeah. in the past, it was just, oh, this thing, 
it'll lap the Nurburgring the same speed as the Ferrari 599. He's like, yeah, but I don't want all this shit. The interior, I'm yeah. a rich guy. I don't want that interior, you know? Well, now, uh, this stuff's looking better. Corvette's doing it with a splash of muscle car DNA as well, right? Having that mm-hmm. engine back there. Uh, that pushrod engine. It, it could be the most advanced version of the pushrod engine. But it also, look, $60,000 base price, under 60000 what they told us for the base price. Obviously, that gets you standard seats and the base stereo and all-season tires. But what do you – I mean, if you threw all that stuff on in the Z51 package, I don't know, where are you, 80, 85 grand? Can you get a car that does – Zero to 60 in under three seconds. And you're right. Laps the Nurburgring ring like a bat out of hell and has a great supercar look for 85 grand. It's going to be tough. No. All right. I'll give you some. Uh, we'll start talking about uh, prep for Monterey. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I'll tell you about the Zycote. Just 15 seconds worth of Zycote. CarCast brought to you by Zycote for better engine performance. Horsepower, fuel economy, lower under hood temperatures. It's the ultra thin temperature coating reduces radiant heat by 90%. So check it out. Learn more at Zycote.com. Zycote.com. Oh, one one last feature that mm-hmm. I love that I wanted to point out because I didn't get a chance to mention this on the show earlier this week with Goldberg is all of these cars are so low, especially the current C uh, the current C seven Corvette. Very, very low. Mm-hmm. This car has, I guess it's optional, has a front axle lift like on the McLaren and the four GT. That's cool, but it has a memory function. If you roll it up to your house or work or the shop or whatever, you hit the memory function and it uses GPS. Mm. And it says, hey, you're getting near the shop. Mm. Maybe we should lift the nose all by ourselves. And it has a thousand locations in memory. Wow. You just program everything once. You're going to your Ralph store. You're going to whatever. You're going to your cars and coffee, the car wash, whatever. You hit it once, and whenever you even get near it, it starts raising that front axle. That is genius. It always drives me <laughs> nuts. I was telling Matt in one of my here's what drives me nuts conversations. When they – and maybe um, Max Pat, I can't remember if it's RM or Gooding, but they'll have a, they'll have a Ferrari or they'll have a McLaren, and they'll be pulling it down by the sand – to take a picture in front of the lighthouse and you know they had it raised up to get through the parking lot and get over the speed bumps and stuff and then they park it and they take a picture and the front end is up high yeah they didn't put it down and they didn't put it down (laughs) for the goddamn photo shoot and it looks dumb it looks dumb (laughs) there's a white ferrari that's like a one-off it's a modern ferrari and i think there's a mclaren it's the same thing they they Obviously, the nose is lifted to get it into place because they'll pull it out onto the grass, yeah. out onto the out onto the golf course, or out onto the sand dune. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't mean in the sand, but I mean like in the area that's picturesque. Right. And then the guy will get out of the car and they'll set up the camera. They don't yeah, drop it. They don't back drop down. it. Like, any car that goes like to gets displayed at the quail. And right. Like, like, you know, we brought cars there, the Roadster. The Roadster front air dam just cuts the lawn out there if you don't take that thing off. You can barely drag it through. Right. Now I'll you do know. what everyone does to me. Oh, no, that car doesn't have the automatic front <laughs> <Yes>. race. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I always want to yell over the fucking course it does. It's a 1969 Roadster. That's not the point. And I built the car. <laughs> yes, I know. Why do people work that way? They don't listen, I don't think. Speaking I got of, quail on the mind. I'm I got hungry. quail. 
Oh man, Max! I'm gonna stop eating now so I can Max, get there. Max Pat is ready for some uh, some caviar. Oh yeah, I am. Uh, I'm getting ready. We're getting prepped. I uh, this funny thing I went by to <laughs> Sean and I have an interesting relationship over at the other <laughs> shop. I uh, I so I went by. So I came here. I came home from uh, Portland on Sunday. I got here on Sunday, and I was like, I'm taking the 935 out yeah, because there's only one day you can turn a couple hot laps around the block in this neighborhood, and that's Sunday. It's too much traffic and too much cops and too much everything on. But Sunday, it's pretty well cleared out. So I knew I was landing Sunday. I think we landed about noon, and I just told Sean, uh, just meet me at the shop at 1230, and I'm going to take that. 935 out and um i wanted to see how it tracked essentially what it felt yeah, like after we had all that a, work we did on it we had a really bad experience of taking it for ren sport and having to redo everything and make new i don't know control arms or whatever arms and then put it back and then it was all messed up and this time sean put a thousand lasers and a thousand strings on it and plumb mm-hmm. bobs and literally relocated plates yeah. mounting plates Built and things frame like that table to make sure it's Built straight a frame yeah. table <laughs> all all uh and i think we have the center of the driver's side hubs front and back and the center of the passenger side hubs front and back i think they're within it's, it's everything is squared off dead it's nuts basically on. just okay. dead nuts on but I was scared that I was going to get it to the track and start heading out to track and start pulling one way or, yeah, or yeah. wanting to go one way or the other. Or I was going to go straight and the steering wheel would be turned at 6 o'clock right. or whatever. So I said, uh, well, we could do like a willow test session, but that's expensive. So let's just take it out. So um, I just told Sean to take it out. So I we fired it up on Sunday. He said, do you want to put the hood back on? I was like, nah, we don't need the hood. I'm just mm-hmm. going to see how it feels. Yeah. So I took it down the street. Of course, inevitably, when I was pulling back in the driveway, there was a shirtless dude standing and talking to Sean as I was trying to make <laughs> it up the driveway. There's always one weird dude yeah. who has to come strike up a conversation like right when you're trying to pull back in. Yeah, or yeah. Sean's like trying to guide me in <laughs> on the planks, you know, and weird shirtless guy was talking to him. Yeah, it doesn't see the car, doesn't care that the car the is con- there. You can no. see that Sean's trying no, to the conversation, flag in like no, a landing here's a jet. A, the conversation <laughs> goes like this. I had a Nova in high school. <laughs> a, uh, straight, no, slant six, yeah. but I put a four barrel holly adapter on it. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm trying to get the car <laughs> yeah. in here. I guarantee there's some hot oh, high yeah. school Nova talk. I put yes. uh, center line. Oh, well, we had center lines on the rear. <laughs> couldn't afford them on the yeah. front <laughs> so i guarantee there's that so anyway i went and drove it i just went up and down the street i did about five block laps i i let go of the steering wheel and just see how it tracked i turned a little right turned a little left to see if it would keep pulling that direction yeah. uh i made some right hand turns i made some left hand turns i i braked and kind of let go of the steering wheel a little to see if it would pull a little it tracked really nice. It felt really good. Uh, Sean says he's going to put it up, take the rims off, torque everything, safety wire everything, and I'll yeah, probably yeah. just go for one more Sunday little lap before yeah, and, we do it. And he was saying during the testing day, it'd be good to like get your feedback again 
you know, after like a Thursday morning at, yeah. at Laguna Seca. And yeah, yeah. Be a little bit of dialing. I don't there. know that much, but okay. <laughs> um, then uh, it's funny. I had a funny thing with Sean. So, you know, he's too good. And he doesn't like it when I get in the way of his proud craftsmanship. <laughs> yeah. But I said, you know, it's so goddamn hot inside this car. Why don't we put one of those Macaducks or Nacaducks? Nacaducks. Nacaducks. The Nacaduck. I said, put it. I put a Nacaduck in the passenger side window yeah. last time and then a hose that just brought some air in and put it on my face, you know. And then we went, and then we got back, and then I said to him this time, I said, it doesn't do shit. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't do shit. And then I went over and I looked at one of my Newman. I think it was a Newman Oldsmobile Trans Am car, and I saw the same Nacaduck like in the passenger side quarter window. Right. Yeah. It has a little piece of bent aluminum, just a little bit to so get the, some of that air. Yeah, in they took a piece of aluminum that's like four inches long by like two inches. They bent it at like three quarters of an inch, so like an inch and a quarter just kind of flaps out. Yeah. They kind of rounded over the corners. And they pop riveted to it. So when the air goes by the Nacaduck, it just kind of grabs it and yeah. kicks it in. So I said, uh, Sean, get me a, uh, take a little flap of aluminum, just bend it up at 45 degrees and just tack it on there. So I, the air kind of kicks into it and knocks in. Right. He said, okay. <laughs> I went by the shop today. He's fashioned this beautiful half dome out of aluminum. I mean, yeah. it is good. It looks yeah, like the hood of a nice. DB5 Aston Martin, you know, and it's all made of aluminum, and he's working it, like, on the wheel and everything. And I'm like, Sean, that's a beautiful piece you're making. And he's like, yes, it is. I'm like, yeah, but all I need is the flap that kicks the air in. He's like, it's a nice car. And I'm yeah. like, okay. And we then don't I, do flaps here, buddy. Then I always go, how long did this take you? And there he goes, no time at all. And I go, it did. It had to take time. It had to take time, but it looks so good. And then he went, then he goes over and dry fits it and lets you yeah. look at it. And you go, and I, I have to be a douche where I go, that's beautiful looking. It's probably not going to work any better than that <laughs> flap I'm talking about. But I know, it's gonna it, look looked, good. it looks good. Someone at the track's going to admire it. And then I said... And he will be proud. I said, you know, on the Newman car, they just went with a flap. And he's like, those guys didn't know what they were doing. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like some of them did. All right. Do you have yeah. you have something you want to present me? There's something... Yes, You're, you're gesturing do. at something. Oh, yeah. We got a box here. But mm-hmm. before you get your prize, I'm going to tell you about Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off dry cleaning. You pick up some milk. Now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. Yeah, we got a box here. I'm going to swing this over. All right. Update the screen for me, please, Max Zapata. You got it. Thank you. This is um, a letter to you from Charles. Charles got me a and birthday got gift. Charles birthday gift. Uh, happy late birthday, Chief. I uh, tried to get this pulled together in time for your actual birthday, but it's just not in the cards. I contacted Cool Shirt and mentioned the Trans Am race. <laughs> it was uh, apparent uh, that it was never going to work out as they were blaming it on the Trans Am people. So I got the 
cool shirt, cool pass of the... Yeah. What I get the cool, cool move of the day. Cool move of the day, but I never walked home with the shirt. They said they're <laughs> going to send it to us at a later date. Uh, at either rate, uh, it was a Mac Tilton gift certificate situation where they gave you a $200 shirt, blah, blah, blah. Mac Tilton, I got the... I got... I got the Mac Tilton Hard Charger Award. Right. I'm a highly decorated American. I got the Hard Charger Award. Worldwide War Hero. <laughs> that was in the uh, that was in the uh, BRE 510 over yeah. at uh, Fontana, and then I but I never I lost the gift certificate, so I never got that either. And anyway. This system is a lithium battery-operated portable, so you yeah. can take it from the car to the shop or even strap it onto your back, walk around. Uh, all, anyway, it's a cool... So, sorry. Charles got me the what? what is this? He's got the cool shirt, but he got the whole attachment here. So you fill up this bladder. This bladder with, it's a, it's uh, about, with it's ice a, water. Probably it's about, stick one can of beer in there. It's about uh, a twelve inches high. The bladder is by like nine by nine by nine. It's sort of like the size of a right. I right. guess it it takes a battery. Here's a switch, right. but it takes a rechargeable battery, which right? is nice. Which will, so you don't have to hook it up to your car's electrical system. It's hit or miss on whether or not we'll have that charged. Right. <laughs> and it's got the cool vest. And it's got it's got the shirt and stuff. And I think there's like a helmet attachment. He got oh, as well. I'm gonna have to tell Sean. Tell Sean. Knock off that vent. Yeah, get rid of that stupid vent. He's got the Heliarc out now. Yeah. He's working on that thing. We should probably make sure the shirt fits you at some point and. And then bring this stuff to uh, to Sean so he can charge the battery and see if there's going to be oh, a mount or something in the car. Thank you, Charles. This is, that this is, is great. awesome. Look at all this good stuff. Oh, my God. That is awesome. There's all and kinds of hoses. I am sweating through my fire suit every time I get out of that thing. So you should that's just wear awesome. this and walk from one shop to the other because it's like 100 degrees <laughs> outside. You can bring the battery the battery ice pack with there's you. There's a whole bunch of Mexicans <laughs> putting in a driveway in, in on the street. Yeah, it's the are. most miserable day to do that. I should wear it. Oh, my God. By. They're dying out there. You know what I'm going to do? You should just do? stand there or just eat a popsicle wear your cool shirt like how you guys doing <laughs> you tell me now matt and i want you to be a good friend yeah after we get out of the car mm-hmm. and doing qualifying or racing or whatever and after i've had a few beers yeah the somewhere between the seventh and 22nd time you hear me explaining oh my buddy charles got me the cool shirt you know, but he didn't have to because I earned the cool pass of the <laughs> yeah, weekend when I was doing a professional. And that guy goes, yeah, you told me the story. You keep telling me the yeah. story that you'd already got one, but you didn't need one, but you'd earned one, but you never got it in the mail. Yeah. You need to tap me on the shoulder and go, stop telling that story. Stop telling that story. But, I got you. But only if it's with the same dude and only if it's between the 7th and 22nd okay. time. Okay. Seven and twenty seconds. I know myself. I'm going to tell you because I'm probably going to be that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I, I could have had this shirt two years ago. Yeah, I earned it, buddy. That's right. So, uh, well, thank you, Charles. This is awesome. This looks like good stuff, too. By the way, this is weird because twenty five minutes ago I was standing in the shop talking to Sean about cooling myself off inside of this car. Yeah. Which I don't have that many conversations about cooling myself off inside of the car. And no. I was having that with Sean. 
So, but it pops in your head because you walk outside right now and it's a hundred degrees, and you're like, "Oh, hot!" And then you see the hot, car. But I told him to work on that <laughs> neck a duck thing earlier. Anyway, um, the other thing was. Uh, we're just we're we're just going through the car. So anyway, everyone's getting sort of mentally and physically and whatever emotionally yeah. and and car prepped. We're all getting ready for for Monterey, and we hope that you guys who are listening will come by. And you do every year, but it's fun. You come by with your dad or your son or whatever, yeah. and you take a picture and you say hi. You're, you're not going to bother gonna us. Saturday's going to be the best day. Come out. We'll be out the track all day Saturday, and uh, and then go see your show Saturday night. Yes. If so. you're going to go there for like the one day, Saturday is pretty much the time to do it. So, right. Uh, that you know, is, uh, that's a nice kit. And thank you very much, Charles. Um, I have a funny uh, email I sent to Nate. You know how I'm trying to think who, Ma- Max Pata, who's worse at interpreting emails, Nate or Mike August? <laughs> now, uh, now Nate- they both have very different styles. Yeah, they do. Uh, like Mike, you know, like uh, like Mike, you can go, Mike, are we leaving from Burbank or Portland? Uh, or No, or when we're going to Portland. So you can write him an email entitled Portland Flight. And then you can write him a note that says, are we leaving from Burbank or LAX? And he'll just write back, not yet. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll have to write him another email. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll never give you an answer. Yeah, yeah. so Mike... That could he, be the he, day before exactly, the flight. That's exactly yeah. right. So that's Mike's version. Yeah, he battles back with an even more confusing yeah. message. And and so little information, too. Yeah, yeah Nate, just a good old-fashioned misinterpreting things. Yeah, and, and Nate's thing is like, you will, you will ask three questions and you'll get one answer, and now you have to go around two and around three. Literally, if you bullet point them and go, I have three questions, number one, period, sentence number two you still get one answer i do like though that it means generally they're both busy and distracted but um i don't know if you guys are aware of this but i've been looking for this goddamn footage of me driving a goddamn roadster at laguna seca Ooh, where i won the rolex cup i'm a highly decorated american the rolex cup did you win the tilton hard charger the same event no no I just told you the Tilton Hard Charger was the BRE 510, oh, the and yeah. that was at Fontana. Fontana. Could have used place it. to bring that car. Could have used Could've a cool, used a cool, cool there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So um, I've been looking for this footage for four months, and we've used it not well, but we've used it in going racing. I've seen the footage we've used of, of it. So yeah. it's in our computer. I don't know where the disc is, but the computer, right. it's on a down, it's on a hard drive somewhere. Yeah. And I keep saying, I want this footage. Where is it? And then months and months, I had no idea what it'd be like being the boss because I just like make <laughs> these proclamations and then four months goes by and then I go, I want this footage. And then they go, what footage? And then we have to get in this long conversation. And then I go, 2011, Laguna Seca. And then they go, our footage? And I go, no, Speed Vision. Speed Channel took the footage. Yeah, yeah. It's professionally shot. We have it. We used it on multiple occasions. Yeah. So we downloaded it. We burnt it onto a hard drive. 
Where is it? And we have a copy on uh, on a disc, on a DVD, because right. we, I, you and I watched it at your house at they, one point. I think, took the DVD and burnt it down. Okay. All right. So, so now there's two I copies. don't know where the DVD is. That could <laughs> the, be on me. Right. But there's a DVD and a hard drive version. Nobody knows where anything <laughs> is. But I know there's a hard drive because I have it on a computer. So I wrote Nate. So every three months, I just renew. I just go, hey, where is that? Footage. Have somebody find it. So I wrote Nate. What what email? Uh, subject line. This is this morning, ten twenty seven a.m. Subject line. Still looking for that Monterey Roadster footage from the Speed Channel. And the message reads: We had the discs. We burned it onto a drive. We used some of the footage poorly for the Adam goes <laughs> racing in Goodwood for the Z car. I asked the guys weeks ago if we could find that lost footage, but no one has been able to find it. It's probably on a hard drive somewhere. Just wanted to follow up. Thanks. All right. Then I, I like went and talked to Nate, and I said, <laughs> Nate, where is that goddamn footage? And he said, you were driving the Z car? And I said, no, no I'm driving a Roadster. I, I It's at Laguna Seca. You have it in your shows it i can't i there is no roof it, they pull in tight on me yeah. i don't know how many times to tell you this and then he goes you you said an email it was in the z car and i went i i told matt to write the email but i didn't tell him it was in the z car you said z car in the email i said are you you gotta be kidding me and he, well in the email you said you're driving the z car mm, i said sounds suspicious. i said Let, I said, okay. We went to his office. Because that's the identifying mark. So I don't I think said, you would have said. I said, read the email. And he's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Looking for footage. Z car, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and I stopped and I went, I owe you an apology then. If I if I said, if Matt misheard or Matt mis, miswrote, if that, if he said looking, if it says Z car, then sorry, Matt wrote something or I said something wrong to Matt. And then he went, yeah, the the heading is looking for roadster footage from whatever. I said, no, no, yeah. What's the heading again? Looking for roadster footage. Okay. What's the bottom part? Going to Goodwood with the Z car because we've been to, yeah, we've been to Goodwood twice, once with the 935 and once with the Z car. When we did going racing from Goodwood, with the Z car, we did use the Roadster footage at the top saying, I drive vintage right. cars. So the reason I made the delineation was we used it at the whatever. So not only- In that episode. In, in the that Z episode. car episode, we used that footage. From Goodwood. Which and, is what he should remember because he cut the episode. And Nate like, was like, make- you said Z car. And I was like, well, otherwise you'd have two Goodwoods to choose from. I was specific, but the- what is the title of the email, the subject again? Still looking for that Monterey Roadster footage from the Speed Channel. Okay. Okay, look. We don't was- have footage from the Speed Channel. It's only that footage. Like I, Chris, how many times have we gone into this? We've got, I know exactly what you're looking for because you've explained it to me to, and I, uh, to look for it in, within the archives here as well. So, and you've, you couldn't be more clear 
about what you want, especially Haven't since this has been months. Here on CarCast, like seven times over yeah. the years. This has right? been months of you explaining what it is. So it's it's weird that it resets every single time you bring it up. This is the majesty of almost everyone in my life. <laughs> the, the resetting, the back to zero of not even knowing. You want Z car footage? Like, no. I've driven the Roadster once. Once and we use the footage. I don't know where the rest of it is. Yeah. Where is it? If somebody read the email, read the email, and then saw Roadster at the top and Z car mentioned in the body, they could say, Could you please clarify Roadster or Z car? If you've read the email. <laughs> <laughs> this this sentence is very clear. Let me read it again. Yeah. We use some of the footage for the Adam goes racing in Goodwood for the Z car. Right. Yes. Not in the Z. It's because you're clarifying. No, no. Which- I, I see what you're saying. You're you're describing the episode of Adam goes racing. The reason why you say that is because that's relevant to Nate. Nate cuts and his team cuts together. Adam going racing with Adam Carolla. So right, yeah. There's he, where we used we're used so it you in said, this episode. Yeah, if you would have said the auction episode with the Aston Martin or the you know or you know right. that's yeah. that's he's putting it in the context of the editors what they would recognize. So I see what you did there. Thank you. It couldn't have been any to no avail. <laughs> to no avail. We're in the Z car. Okay, everybody. Um. Uh, good news is, is you got a cool little anacaduck. <laughs> and, I do, and, and I got, a, I got my a cool, cool shirt. Got my cool shirt. All <laughs> so, right, should we play Glue or Falls? Yeah, with the uh, JB Weld sponsoring. Do you got? Uh, do you got it, Max Pana? Got it right here. Here we go. Let's play Glue or Falls. <laughs> Brought to you by JB Weld, world's strongest bomb. I got some JB Weld facts here, and you guys are going to guess if it is glue or false. Okay, how are we doing? Is we one at a time, or are you, we each throwing a, a vote? Yeah, throwing a okay, vote. All right, we'll tally up the points. Okay, we'll see who knows JB Weld more. First, first fact: JB Weld was founded by a Texas woman and her husband. Mm. That is glue. Mm. Yeah, I know they used a chemist. They found a chemist. I'm going glue. Marion Sam Bonham, that's yeah. a true glue fun fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, next fact. Epoxy is only for professionals. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. I did have Rob use epoxy once, and then like two days later, I'm like, this stuff is still wet. What's <laughs> wrong with it? He's like, floor that way. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, I used the epoxy. I'm like, did you mix it right? And he went, what do you mean mix? Yes. And I'm like, you put the two parts? Oh, there's two parts? So maybe he had it to is. scrape up like 6,000 square feet. I think that was on Dunn Edwards. Yeah. I know, that was another Listen, story. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going glue. I, wait, wait. No, no false, false. It's false. It's false. It's false. However. However, there are some people. There's a caveat. There's a caveat. <laughs> Well, you both are right again. It's false. Anyone can make epoxy repairs themselves. In uh, fact, I, I epoxy would... will give you the strongest permanent bond. It's a little mm-hmm. light and loose on the anyone part, mm-hmm. but go ahead. <laughs> All right. Next fact. Not anyone should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> J.B. Weld original epoxy has been used countless times to repair a cracked engine block and other vital metal engine parts. Well, by the wording of this... Mm. Now, sometimes 
Has it been used? Probably. I'm going to go true. Ooh, that's not an option. Oh, oh, sorry. Glue. Sorry. Glue. Sorry. Glue. Matt? The question is, has it been used? Has been used countless times. I, yeah. Glue? Yes. Glue. It's glue tested at over 5,100 PSI strength. That's, that's right. Let's, we got one more here for you. All right. JB Weld is proudly made in the USA. <laughs> hmm. I'm looking at some copy here that says made in the USA. Well, so I'm I gonna mean, go glue. <laughs> okay, this, yeah, let's do a different one then. If you no, glue, I'll bring it home. I bring it right. glue. I'm gonna, proudly, sure. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah, true. That's good. It's glue. It's glue. There was one guy who was working on the factory floor, J.B. Well, mm-hmm. was not proud, <laughs> and they kicked his ass right out of that place. I mean, he was lukewarm on it. But he was not <laughs> proud. All right. That's been Glue or False. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing. <laughs> glue or False. A lot of Rock production value. Thanks, guys. Strongest bomb. J.B. Weld for big or small repairs, home or garage. It's always J.B. Weld. You need something that lasts. We're proud to have J.B. Weld's epoxy adhesive as uh, one of our sponsors. And you keep it in the toolbox, kitchen drawer, or what have you. Craft room, good for metal, wood, plastic, and more. Made in the U.S. of A. Pros and DIYers have used J.B. Weld for, well, 50 years. More than 50 years. We use it here. I use it, uh, I think, Stromer fixed the skag on his catamaran <laughs> guy's got a fun life and it worked just fine it held like the whole summer uh available at jbweld.com home depot lowe's AutoZone, advanced auto parts o'reilly it's good stuff go get it good sponsor jb weld world's strongest bond you're driving the volvo hybrid what is that yeah like? so i first of all it's 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 a, t- a small motor it's like a i don't know two liter uh but it's supercharged, mm-hmm. turbocharged, mm. and a hybrid electric motor. It's like the Grease Mobile, the Grease Lightning Mobile, when they're singing about it. Yeah. Electroplated, <laughs> disseminated, doing like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, Farrakhan. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, there was just a lot of preaching. Uh, yeah, a lot of preaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, so we drove. You know, we drove the S sixty, and you know the the R design, R sport version, and it, and it was great. And then the XC ninety. This is a big car for them, and that SUVs are all over the place. Was there a the Palestinian US. guy crying in the passenger seat, writing a letter to his daughter? No, but wait, I just saw there's there's a movie coming out, and I could swear the intro to the movie is like the Volvo commercial. Man, it's it's going to come to me in a minute. But the, uh, the Volvo looks. The Volvo used to be sort of fringe weirdo car, like sort of weird hippie yeah. car. It was like a sob. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. the the, the kind of the people that were off the beaten path drove the Volvos and the Saabs. Um, now, Saab is defunct, but the Volvo looks a little more muscular, like a little yeah. tougher and a little better. And I don't know how the interior is or the performance is, but the the aesthetic of all the, the Volvo line across the board looks it's good. It's really nice. By the way, I want to say Beetlejuice 2. Check out the trailer real quick for Beetlejuice 2 and tell me if that whole beginning of the trailer isn't the Volvo commercial. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, the interior is great. It was so hot this morning getting here. Cranked the air, cranked on the cool, you know, ventilated seats. And uh, uh, the the sound system is fantastic and has this great like concert mode and uh, 
Uh, they did such a nice job on it. But now when you start doing uh, the SUV, which is a three-row, and you do it with the big engine, the T8, and the hybrid, it's eighty-five grand. So, so it's getting on the high end. So it's this thing. It's this thing we run into all the time, which is, oh, so and so is up their game now. They got the performance, and now they have the materials and the leathers and the interior and the wood inlay and the dash and yeah. all that stuff. And you go, yeah, now it's as much as a BMW. Yeah, and now we got to make a choice. Well, I drove the uh, the Jaguar F Pace SVR, the real mm-hmm. fast, and mm-hmm. that was. You know, fully loaded as I drove it was eighty nine thousand. It starts at I don't know seventy nine. So where do you put the Volvo? What you like it? Well, I I like it. It's a good size three row. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's a it's a little on the high end on price I think because you know where is that going to compete with say the Lincoln Aviator which we really do like. You know, mm-hmm. um, I I think you maybe look at both of those and and drive them and see how you want to. At the end of the day. They're both nice, the sound system, interior appointments, everything. I'd pretty much just go for range. Like, if yeah, the one, you'd go for range. One car now, can beat the other car by 100 miles, I'll so buy it. this is a plug-in hybrid, the Volvo, um, but it, it does, like, if you just use battery, it's like 12 miles. Mm-hmm. You could plug it in, but there is a setting on the dash. Like, if you just wind down the battery and you're just driving sitting on the freeway, you can hit the button to charge the battery mm-hmm. and the, the engine will kick in and won't automatically turn off and will charge the battery in the process. But it's nice. It's it's nice, but you definitely got to cross shop it because I never really thought too much about Volvo. And now that I'm impressed with it, you do want to go against BMW and Audi and and the other luxury brands out there, Lincoln and stuff. But all right, um, all right. Let me tell you guys about Castrol Edge. Castrol Edge is stronger under pressure. Engines can lose up to ten percent of performance due to friction. Castrol Edge with fluid titanium transforms under pressure to keep metal apart and fight power-robbing friction to unlock exhilarating performance. It's three times stronger three times, fool. than the leading full synthetic against viscosity breakdown per the, Pert, the Kurt Orban test in a 5W30 Visgrade. Edge formula always exceeded the toughest industry standards, but the new and improved formula incorporates the latest technology that makes it transform to be the strongest when pressure is highest. It's Castrol Edge. All right. Uh, I'm going to be at the Canyon uh, tonight in uh, Montclair, and then uh, that's Friday night. Then Saturday night, the 27th, I'll be at the Canyon in Pasadena, and that'll be with Adam Ray. And then uh, Sunday night, we'll be at the Canyon in uh, Agora Hills, and Tommy Lee's going to be there. He'll be uh, up there with all his guests, and uh, he's not performing, but you can say hi to him. And Adam Ray is going to be there as well. Monterey, Golden State Theater, coming up August 17th. we got the Portland World of Speed. I'll tell you about that in the next pod, because I did go there. It's a beautiful museum. It's state-of-the-art. Come say hi. Yeah. That'll be August We're going to interview Mario Andretti. Right. We're doing nice. a live live show there. And uh, go to amcrolla.com for all the stuff you need and meme gods and when we went mad and all that good stuff at microventures.com. Until next time, shift and steer as well. iTunes, podcast one. Until next time, Adam Crawler for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. 
For more information, visit carcastshow.com. 